as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You are listening to 1% or less with him on his hard line. Thank you for joining us. Let's get started. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening and welcome to His Hard Line. I'm so happy to have you here. I hope you like the new intro. Um, I was trying to trying to switch it up a little bit. The original one that I had for 1% or less with him just was sounding just a little bit too, um, I don't know, a little bit too nightclub-ish, I guess. I don't know, for lack of better terms. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I needed something a little bit more, I don't want to say tribal, but something that had a good, strong uh drum in it and something that had a little orchestra you know sound to it um, but nothing too complex i just wanted to keep it simple um, but anyways welcome to one percent or less with him i am jason the co-host with god and jesus christ at my side they are the ones at the wheel they are the ones piloting the ship and we are doing a reading today out of the book of luke and we'll be reading uh chapter 13 verses 1 through 30, and then we're going to get into this evening's devotional that has um, that's related to the reading. So we're going to start with the reading, and it reads, and it's a, uh, so the subtitle is A Call to Repentance, okay? Now, it reads, at that time, some people who were present there told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. And he said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now, I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may be bare fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. He was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there who for 18 years had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. And when Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when you work, when, when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites, does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger 
and lead it out from watering, for watering? This daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 years now, ought she not to have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds he, he did by him, he, the deeds done by him. Then he said, What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that a person took and planted in the garden. When it was fully grown, it became lar a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. Again, he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch of dough was leavened. He passed through the towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be a wailing and a grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some who are first will be last. And that concludes the reading of Luke chapters 13, chapter 13, verses 1 through 30. Now, in today's... Um, In today's, uh, my goodness, well, I always struggle to find that word. In today's devotional, my goodness, I don't know why I have such a hard time remembering that word, but I do. It's like the third day now in a row. Now, the title of this evening's devotional, it says at the top, Rebuke a Wise Man. And of course, it says, Rebuke a Wise Man and He Will Love You. That's from Proverbs 9.8. And the evening reading was uh, from Luke 13 verses 1 through 30, and of course, Proverbs 9, 1 through 12. We didn't read that one. I probably should have, but we didn't. And the author writes, One night I brought home the T-bone, or the bone from a T-bone steak that I had at a restaurant and was so excited to give it to my dog. And she took it in her mouth and she clenched it tightly. And as I stood next to her, she bit my foot. Apparently I was standing too close for comfort. She bit the hand, or foot in this case, that feeds. And every time people blaspheme the name of God, they bite the hand that feeds them. But I have found that if I explain blasphemy to wise people, they often thank me for it, not realizing the gravity of their sin. And there is always a way to rebuke those who take God's name in vain that isn't overly offensive. Simply ask if they would ever use their mother's name as a cuss word. 
and most are shocked at the thought and wouldn't do so because they respect their precious mother. Then gently share that blasphemy shows that a person doesn't respect the one who gave them life and every other blessing. And the prayer at the bottom says, Father, give me the love, grace, and boldness I need to reprove the lost. I absolutely love that. And it's so true. And so many people, and I used to be one of them, and every once in a while, God's honest truth. <sighs> yes, sometimes, you know, I I will use the Lord's name, God's name in vain. And it's not often. It really isn't. But every once in a while, every once in a while, something frustrating and maddening will happen. And almost without thought, it just comes out. I think we're all guilty of that. And um, obviously, it's not a very proud moment because at that very moment, after I realized what I had done, I instantly like, I kind of do one of those like face scrunchy kind of, you know, faces. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I know what I did. And I did it. Uh, that was that was, I, And I did really, really wrong right now. And I, I'll look up to the sky. Literally, I'll look up to the sky. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. God, forgive me. I am so, so sorry. Because I say that the one unforgivable sin is, un, you know, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, which is part of God. That's the one unforgivable sin. And boy, oh boy, I do not want to be not forgiven. And so we really have to really watch our words. And a lot of people don't realize just exactly how important words are. People just think, oh, they're just words. What, what's really going to happen to me? Well... Do you really want to take that chance? Because I'll tell you one thing, I sure don't. I do not want to know what kind of hell awaits me if I continue using the Lord's name in vain or blaspheming God and the Holy Spirit. I do not want to know what that hell looks like. I really don't. And so... I kind of wanted to touch back a little bit on uh, verses uh, 22 through 27. Or, well, verses, uh, no, excuse me, 22 through 30, with the narrow door, right? Some refer, uh, another gospel refers to it as a narrow gate, where it says, He passed through town and villages teaching as he went. And making his way through Jerusalem, and someone asked him, Lord, Will a few people be saved? And he answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. I wonder what exactly does that mean? Now, does he mean when he says people, some, most will not be strong enough? Meaning, like, they will not be strong enough to overcome evil, right? The evil ways of the world. Because it seems like most people conform to the ways of this world, culture, right? Societal norms, quote unquote. And it seems like most people are just too caught up in trying to fit in and trying to impress others. They're trying to be of the world. 
and we're not supposed to be of this world. We're, we're in it. We're in this world, but we're not supposed to be of this world. And then he continues to say in verse 25, after the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. And then he'll say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. Whoa. How would you feel if you heard that from Christ? Him saying that to you, depart from me, for I don't know you. I don't know who you are. You you evildoer, go away. Now, that, forgive my language, would suck. That would really suck. To have Jesus Christ basically shut you out. And call you an evildoer? I mean, that's like a double whammy. One, you're not allowed in the God's in God's kingdom. And two, I never knew you. Go away. Depart from me, you evildoer. Talk about a huge, huge slap in the face. But why would he say that? And there will be a wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves cast out. And the people will come from the east and the west and from the north and south and will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. People seem to be so caught up being in first place in this world. People get so caught up in keeping up with the Joneses. They want to impress people that don't really matter. And when I say don't matter, I don't mean that as in like nobody matters. I mean, people that they don't even know that shouldn't matter in their own lives. Everybody matters, of course. Everybody matters. Everybody is a gift from God. Everybody's a child of God, and everybody has a talent instilled deep within them that needs to be searched and dug up. But that takes work. But see, a lot of people don't want to put in the hard work, and they don't want to tap into what God has in them as the gift that they're supposed to use to carry out His will on this fallen world, in this fallen world. But rather, it's easier for so many people to just follow the crowd and go, you know, along with the go along, right? Roll with the punches with societal norms and culture and what's being peddled to you on TV or the radio or social media. That's easier for a lot of people. Why? Because everybody, we live in a me culture. Everybody's about themselves. But no, the minute the minute you try to break away from that and step away from being in the world or being of the world, you know, people start feeling anxious and like, well, I, I, I need to be liked. I need to fit in. I need to do that. Really? Why is that so important? That's why Jesus said many will try basically, and I'm paraphrasing. I, I just shut the book, but you know, many will try, but will fail because they're not strong enough. I think that's what he meant 
by not being strong enough, people will not have the wherewithal within them or the willpower to really step away from the mechanisms and the culture and the societal norms of this world because for fear of being judged by who? Man. Most people are so fearful of being judged by their peers and their friends and their family and their whoever, when really you should be fearing the judgment of God in Jesus Christ. That's the one you need to be really fearful of. And when I say fearful, I mean having a reverence for the authority that God and Jesus Christ have. Not a fear as in, you know, like a horror story or, you know, a scary, you know, scary movie, nothing like that. No, like a reverence for God and Jesus Christ. And I think that's what he meant by many won't be able to because they won't be strong enough. I've said it many times before in previous episodes. I am at a point in my life, I don't care what other people think of me. Now, that's not to say that I don't, you know, I I don't go out and try to like offend people on purpose. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to hide or shield who I am. I'm not going to put up a fake front or pretend I'm somebody I'm not. And I'm definitely not going to have an ego or pride because ego and pride has no room when it comes to uh, Jesus Christ and inviting Christ into your heart. There's just no room for pride and ego. That goes way out the window. And even still, I'm still working every day to try to be the best version of myself. This is a journey for me just as it is for you. When I do this show, I don't do this for just you guys out there, ladies and gentlemen. I also do this for myself because this is a good time for me to you know, reflect after the day. Because like I said, I read my chapter or two every morning. I write in my gratitude journal and I thank our Heavenly Father for all the many blessings that he gives us. And I thank him for another day of life and good health every single day without fail. Every once in a while, yes, I'll miss a day. Usually those are days that I'm off. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I please God and Jesus Christ. And I know there are many days that I fail horribly. I know I do. Well, how's that, Jason? Well, my biggest problem, honestly, is my potty mouth. I really try to keep that in check. And most days I do pretty well. And then there's some days not so well. And I need to do better at controlling that and not, you know, falling for the, uh, you know, like when I'm around other uh, truck drivers, right? Because like I said, I'm a fuel hauler. You know, you get caught up in conversation and the bantering and the joking around, you know, the guys, right? And then you start kind of engaging in the conversation and, you know, now then, you know, a few few cuss words come out. It's like, mm-mm-mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't remember where it says it in the Bible, but me and my coworker, Matthew, we were just talking about this. You know, it says, you know, somewhere in the Bible that, you know, what comes out of man's mouth will reveal what's in his heart. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes my heart is a little bit, uh, I don't want to say hateful because it's not, definitely not hateful, but my heart can definitely be grumpy towards people and humanity in general, especially with what we got to deal with on the highway. And I'm still working on that too. 
really, truly I am. I, I do not have it all figured out and I am still a broken man, still trying to mend myself together with the request and with the, uh, you know, with, with the help of God. And like I said, every day you have to invite Jesus Christ into your heart. You have to every single day. It's not just a one-time thing. Every day, make that a habit in your prayers. Jesus, please be in my heart. Guide my thoughts, guide my words, guide my actions, and guide my intentions. For I want to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And slowly but surely over time, you will see yourself getting better and better. And I see myself being better and better. But every once in a while, the old me reverts back and couple potty words come out and it's just, it's just not good. It makes you sound unintelligent. makes you sound terrible. makes you sound trashy. And I know that because, you know, when I hear other people dropping F-bombs left, right, and sideways, you know, in every other word in their sentences, I'm like, I cringe. I'm like, Ooh, that must've been how I sounded. So anyways, I know we're going a little long today, but this one was kind of, this one kind of hit me pretty, pretty good today. And I felt like I had some things to say about this. But anyway, that does conclude 1% or less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ as the host, because this is their show, not mine. And I do want to say thank you to all of you out there who have been sharing this podcast. I can tell because the downloads are increasing at a faster rate. And I can only imagine with the, you know, the law of momentum that's going to continue to build. Keep sharing this. That's my don that's your donation to me and God and this show. I don't ask for money from you guys. What I do ask for from you as a donation is please share this far and wide on your LinkedIn, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your emails, text threads. However, even if it's just in a conversation, just say, Hey, you know, go, go, go to his hardline.com. There's this guy I listen to Jason, just an awesome guy. If you really mean it, don't say it if you don't mean it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying it, you know, just be like, Hey, I really like what he shares, what he talks about. Go to www.hishardline.com. And if you hit the start, listen, uh, you know, button, um, there's, you know, three different types of conversations he has. If you check the 1% or less with him, that's where he does, you know, a, um, uh, Bible reading and a uh, daily devotional. Check that out. You'll love that. And if you want to check out his other conversations, he gets into further discussion on, you know, things of what's going on in the assembly or what's happening in the world, but check him out. You'll love him. That could be your donation to here to us at his hard line. It'd be greatly appreciated, but I do, I can tell that you guys are sharing it because I'm getting listeners in so many States that I States. I don't, I don't know people in these States, Utah, Connecticut, uh, you know, uh, um, California. I don't know anybody out there. I mean, I'm getting so many listeners in Illinois, Indiana, uh, Ohio, Georgia of all places. I'm like, whoa, Texas. So it's really cool to see this growing. Please share it far and wide. It, it, it would do not just a world of wonders for, for, for this show, for this podcast, but it would do a world of wonder for a lot of people out there because that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to just slowly but surely share stories, read the gospel a little bit, and just help people, just even leading them toward the direction of getting Christ into their heart. Okay? So anyway, that's it. We'll end this with a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for all that you do. Thank you for the daily devotional. Thank you for your Bible. And thank you for just everything that you gift us on a daily basis, things that we often overlook. And I thank you for our family. And just guide us, Father, every day. 
to being the best version of ourselves each and every day. And I know we fall and we ask for repentance and we ask for your forgiveness. Please forgive us because we do dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell. But more importantly, because we know these sins offend you and we do not want to offend you. So help us amend our life so that we may inherit the kingdom of God. In your holy son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. That concludes 1% or less with him. Have a blessed day.